dude, not even the LJN ring has a kill count like lawn darts. <laughs> Come on now. Lawn darts are strong. I I mean, I can't argue that. Lawn darts that toy hard. line was so good, they yanked it. <laughs> lawn like Intertech water guns, dude. Oh, Jesus. I knew you were going to go there. But for way different reasons. Kids <laughs> were getting impaled on Intertech water guns. <laughs> <laughs> but little Billy could get a fucking lawn dart right in his dome and be done. So, yeah, that's why that got pulled. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Scott. Hey, yo. Is that his younger brother? It's gonna be Jeff. The cream rise to the top for oh, you. Yeah. And you're listening to all of the great action figures from our good friends at Hasbro. The fully postable. Have your own WrestleMania with all your favorite figures. Wrestling figure. He told separately from LJN. Podcast. And we are the Mount Rushmore of professional <laughs> wrestling. Hey, welcome to episode 405 of the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast. Longest running episodic wrestling figure podcast going today. My name is Jeff and sitting alongside next to me is my real life brother. Not storyline brother. The chicken shit heel himself. (laughs) Scott, Scott say hello. Hello. So if you guys haven't listened to Drunk Wrestling History from this past Friday, Scott got called a chicken shit heel by a listener. With a whiny voice. Yes, with a whiny voice, which was interesting. I didn't expect the whiny voice. But uh, anyways, you got called the chicken shit heel. I did. I did for the first time ever. Uh, I don't know if it's because I'm always telling people to buy shirts on that show. Because, you know, liquor's not cheap. Yeah. But yeah, uh, um, apparently Jason thought I was cheating at the uh, the Valentine's Day game that we played. Which <laughs> is funny because Eddie literally made it impossible to cheat. <laughs> like we didn't know any of the questions going in. There was no way to know ahead of time unless Adam would have divulged the uh, the questions to us, which, uh-huh. of course, Adam's a stand-up dude. He's not going to do that. No matter how much money I offered him, he still wouldn't take me up on it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I was accused of cheating, and that's why I got called the heel of the group. That was funny. I, I was listening to the no, audio. I, I, thought it was, At all. I thought it was funny. He's all, Scott. And he had that New York accent. He's yes. Like, hey, hey, Scott. Hey, hey you know. You know, you're the chicken shit heel. You know, that, right? I think that's I think that's how the New Yorkers talk. Could <laughs> give me a bagel. I need a bagel. <laughs> you almost got like a John Travolta Saturday Night Fever thing going on there. Oh, thank you very much. I'll take that as a compliment. Oh, it's definitely a compliment. Yeah. Hey, yeah. I mean, I don't know about your dance moves, but you got the accent down. Oh, I have zero dance moves. I dance like Elaine from Seinfeld, <laughs> but worse. I dance like Jillian Hall sings. <laughs> <laughs> oh that was funny though i loved how you got called, called a chicken shit heel because like you're not a chicken shit heel no but he's convinced that i cheated yes and yes. that's why i'm the heel what was the whole th- he said it was something about kevin owens or a question about kevin owens or something correct so the question was that was asked to um to us if you could have somebody plan your bachelor party actually it was asked to the wives i'm sorry if you could have somebody plan your bachelor party, who would it be? And I explained this on the recording, but to kind of sum it up really quick, who plans your uh, your bachelor party? Me? Well, if you're going to get married, right? You're the dude getting married. Who's going to plan your bachelor party? If I worked in WWE? No, 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 no. Not you're going, okay. 
I'm using you hypothetically, right? Like it's not, you're going to get married. So you're going to pick me. No, no, no. If you're a groom and you're going to get married, who plans the groom's bachelor party? Oh, the best man. I see what you're saying. The best man does. I see. Right. So who would be in the wrestling world? Who would I go to, to pick as my best man? Uh, I'd probably guess Kevin Owens. There you go. That was my thinking exactly in how Shannon was going to come up with the answer. Of course, if you were going to go crazy, you know, you'd be like Ric Flair, (laughs) you know, like somebody that's just nuts, you know, Scott Hall, somebody that's going to go out and party. But I knew how Shannon was going to think. We've been together, God, 20 plus years. That's like, she's going to say Kevin Owens, because that's who I would go to as my best man. And that's, that's how she, that's how she picked it. And that falls within the rules of the game. So, and there was no way to know the questions ahead of time. But uh, so what he did is he watched the video because you can go watch the video on YouTube, watch uh-huh. the video and took a still shot of me, like looking over at Eddie. Okay. And said that it was guilty face. <laughs> Dude, this is like, it's like, uh, what's his name? Jason. Yes. Jason put on his tinfoil hat and like, he's got conspiracy theory. You know, he's got that all going on right now. and Oh, yeah. He's a regular Magna P.I. <laughs> Jason. 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 No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Um, No, I just thought it was hilarious how he, he put that in an audio, too. That was hilarious. Yeah, he can't get over it. So he brought it up right after the Valentine's Day episode. Yeah. And here we are like eight months later. <laughs> And he's still talking about it. You know what I always tell people when they bring up stuff from like the past? Why you got to bring up old shit? No, no, no. What I do is I point to a fence. I say, hey, you see that fence over there? Get over it. Oh. It's a play on get over the. Anyways, anyways, that's what I tell people. Got it. Say, get over it. Get over it. Well, I could see where you were going with it as soon as you said you see that fence over there. Yeah. And then if I really dislike this the person, I really hope there's a barbed wire on top. Yeah. Yeah. Or tell him to go sit on the fence post. If any of you would like to get any of our shirts, head on over to Pro Wrestling Tees or whatamaneuver.net. You can follow us on the Twitter X, YouTube, Snapchat, and the Book of Faces at Fully Opposable, Instagram, Fully Opposable, WFP. You can go back and listen to any of our past podcasts on Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. And you can send us any audio questions, questions, or anything else at all. Send it on over to FullyPosableWFP at gmail.com. Before we go any further into the show... I would like to personally thank Brian Myers and Michael Kanick for being on last week. That was a lot of fun having those two gentlemen on. Got a lot of great feedback. Uh, I wanted to thank e- I want to thank each and every one of you for reaching out, saying how much you enjoyed it. Um, thank you to everybody, and thank you to Michael and Brian. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, and it's crazy to think we're what almost eight years into this venture, and that's the first time that Myers has been on the show. Uh, it definitely won't be the last. We had a lot of fun. Uh, I want to go out of my way to thank him for what he said at the end. That uh, that really meant a lot, both to you and I, Jeff. And uh, it was it was an honor having him on the show. It's always a blast having Canik on. The dude's always a party. Uh, the next time he's on, I'm definitely cracking a beer with him. I definitely felt left out because both uh, Myers and Canik were having a drink, and I'm sitting here and I'm like, man, I knew I should have grabbed a beer. I I thought about it and I'm like, 
Nah, I don't think. And then, sure enough, boom, they both bring out beers. So next show, definitely cracking a beer with those guys. Or at least if it's just, just Canik on, definitely have a one with Canik. We got to get Canik a red flyer wagon and customize it. What, like slap some fully posable stickers on it? Fully posable? We'll, we'll customize it, you know, just put some <laughs> a scott actually let's keep you away from customizing anything we saw that hogan that you tried back in 90s oh nice i'm sorry nice. i'm sorry i i still <laughs> i still bring that up because that thing was such a disaster it was so funny it's a i am no uh brian from the legendary podcast that's for sure i wish you could find that thing i want pictures of that thing so bad <laughs> <laughs> it's like were you even trying <laughs> did you throw that away you're like oh <laughs> uh, dude i have no idea if, if they are still in existence and not like in a landfill somewhere i have no idea where they'd be it wasn't bad for your first try i give you credit for even trying dude i've never tried it so i give you credit for even giving it an effort well thank you i know i was very proud of them and <laughs> then uh i mean it still beats out the vibrating figures no matter what you say wait hold on let's go back you were proud of that thing well <laughs> first try out of the gate i'm like i used paint and I was very proud of myself. <laughs> and then the vibrating figures came out. And I'm like, mine are definitely better than that. <laughs> and then Toy Biz came out and you're like, your figures are definitely better than that. Yeah. Nothing will beat those dumpster fires. <laughs> Scott, have you picked up anything recently? Uh, let's see. No, I didn't pick anything up, but I did get my Batman movie six pack in. Oh, yeah. You sent us that picture. That thing is gorgeous. Yeah, it's a thing of beauty. I don't know where I'm going to display it yet. I put it on top of my Detolfs. Okay. And it's blocking the women's championship. Oh. Yeah, so I'm thinking the next Detolf I get, it's going to sit on top of that. Because the thing's like almost two feet tall. It's huge. Oh, man. You sent those pictures over. Looked great, dude. Like, Oh, it's so badass. I love it. The presentation of it. It's just so fantastic. What was the price point on it? It was 120 on Amazon. Oh, worth it. Yeah. And I've seen them on eBay uh, consistently selling for like anywhere from 130 to 150. So in the grand scheme of things, like it's impossible to find brand new on Amazon, like selling from Amazon. So mm -hmm. you're you're at the mercy of secondary market prices. But honestly, for what you're getting, 130 to 150 is well, well worth it. Looks good, dude. Did you get anything else or did you go hunting or anything? Or uh, I've got chuckles on the way. What's that? You know what Chuckles is? Nope. So Chuckles is the G.I. Joe classified figure that was exclusive to San Diego Comic-Con. Oh. And I wasn't going to get it. And then I got this weird case of FOMO and just ordered it. And funny enough, I had forgotten that I had ordered it. And then I got the notification that it shipped. So I pulled a U. Oh. I'm like, nice. oh, yeah, I did get Chuckles. My man. Oops. My man. Let's yeah. So let's hear it for that tune brain. Hey, right? Yeah, it's like uh, mystery gifting yourself. So he, Chuckles is on the way. I should have him. I think he's coming Friday. We're recording early this week. I think he'll be here in like two days. Um, aside from that, no, I didn't uh, didn't do any toy spotting. But uh, I did look at Target. Breaker sent out in our little Facebook group chat that Target's doing that 25% off coupon right now. Yeah. And I was super tempted to get that four pack. If anything, just for the Hogan and the Becky, because at 25% off that thing's like 60 bucks. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, four elite, $60. That's $15 a pop. That's really good. I mean, the Hogan alone is going to be like 40, mm -hmm. 30 or 40. So I'm, I'm 
I don't know. Before this drops on Sunday, I may have ordered one. Or what you could do is just buy the Becky and the Hogan off eBay. See if it's cheaper that way. No, I would be happy to get the Becky in the four pack, but okay. I don't think I'd go out of my way to buy her individually. The Hogan, definitely. Uh, the Rock and Austin, I've, I've got enough Austin figures. I'm good on Rock figures. The Becky's cool, but like I said, I wouldn't go out of my, even though that may hit a top 10 list. Um, I don't think I'm going to go out of my way to get her, but if she comes in the four pack, I'm good with it. But that Hogan is beautiful. Saying it right now, that uh, Becky is probably going to be in my top, at least top three this year. Whoa, top three. Dude, it is that good. Wow. That good. Wow. Christopher yeah. Dean agrees. Oh, well, yeah. I, I think a lot of people would agree because that Becky is fantastic. Yeah, no, it is really, really good, dude. So uh, that might be the uh, the toy spotting I do. I just haven't done it yet. Got it. Got it. Uh, for me, eh, nothing over here. Superstar figures are non-existent out here. The well is dry, to say the least. But I'm... Um, as you mentioned, we are recording early. Yeah. And I believe I'm going to get the pre-order in for the Macho Man on the Big Rubber guys. Oh, very cool, dude. You're going to skip on Andre, huh? I'll skip on Andre. I'm definitely looking forward to that pre-order for the Bulldogs. Yes. And that's around Christmas time. So I'm looking forward to you giving that to me for Christmas. So uh, right, right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You called your shot on the, uh, the Myers and Canick interview. That, <laughs> I did. that is what I was going to get you for Christmas. <laughs> I did. I did. You know what? I forgot to ask them. What's that? And I don't know if they've even gotten a request for this. I wonder if they're going to even consider selling Matilda by herself. Oh, that's a great question. It would have been a really good question to ask last week. Right. Yeah. I love when that happens. Yeah. It's like when you think about an argument you got into like later on in the day and you're like, damn it, I should have said this or something like that. Exactly. Yeah. Or somebody insults you. And then like five, six hours later, you're like, oh, this is a great insult. I should have come back with. But it's like the moments passed. Or like five, six years, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> five, six years. You're like, damn it. I would love to set it to this guy. This guy was a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> I still think back to high school sometimes, like comments you get in the hallway. Oh, I totally should have said this. Where's that guy at? I want to DM him this comeback. Well, look, if I learned anything from Billy Madison, be nice to the people that you go with or that you attend high school with. Oh, yes. Yeah. And if you're not, call them and apologize. Because one day they may save you by shooting, shooting somebody else in the ass. Back to school. I used to sing that to Alana when I dropped her off at... Uh, <laughs> At elementary school. I can see you totally doing that. Oh, yeah. Ask her, dude. I used to sing that to her all the time. Don't forget also, O'Doyle rules. All right. Uh, let's get into the news. It's not much news. Uh, actually, it shows going to be a little bit uh, on the slower side, but that's okay. We've got news, and we've, we're going to be getting close to rounding out the uh, uh, nostalgia segment, the elites. Yeah, I'm thinking we stop at 100 and then pick something else. Yeah, we got to figure out what to pick, though. Hmm. I mean, it's a pretty deep well, but I don't know. Revisit something maybe to see if our opinions have changed. Yeah. Because a lot of the, I mean, we've been doing the elites now for the better part of what, three years? Close to it. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a pretty deep well of stuff to pick from. So, yeah, maybe we go back and revisit some of those lines and see if opinions like the ECW line, for instance, uh, just toys, Bendems, mm -hmm. you know, go back and look at some of the Hasbros again. Uh, maybe some of the LJN series. So yeah, I mean, it, instead of doing like an entire line, maybe just kind of pick and choose which series of certain lines we do. 
You know, what's funny is, is Myers mentioned this last week. He was talking about how people will come to them with stuff that was supposed to happen in figure lines or like, right. for, for example, the Macho Man. Dude, we've had that too, but like, I have no way of verifying if this person on the, this random person that DMs us out of the blue on the yeah. internet yeah. actually is telling the truth. Right. Or, you know, if they actually meant it. So it's, it's so hard to do that. And I, I give them credit, but like, we've had that too. And I'm like, I don't know if I can trust this random dude in our DMs right now. Yeah. It's like, you don't even know where to start to fact check. Exactly. And you're like, I don't want to get called on it later. I don't know. Exactly. Exactly. So I give him credit for having the time to even do that. But like, dude, so many times that has happened in the past. And I'm like, who are you? And why all of a sudden is this knowledge just coming out in 2016, 17? Yeah. It makes me wonder what else is out there that we don't know about. Like, is that last series of LJN, is that in existence somewhere? Is there a Bad News Brown and a Smash and a Barbarian and a Brother Love? Are, are those floating around out there somewhere? Somebody has a prototype and doesn't even realize it's in their attic. You know what I mean? Like, who knows what else is going to pop up? I don't think so, man. I th- No? They were just card art? Yeah, I think it was surfaced okay. by now if those prototypes or whatever is out there. Well, I mean, who would have thought that OSFTMs would be popping up in 2021, 2022? Oh, uh, you talking about the uh, shark and the shark and renegade. Yeah, good point. I totally wish they'd made a renegade, dude. I was such an ultimate warrior mark that I became a renegade mark by default. Like I totally would have bought his figure. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> Come on now. What are you doing? <laughs> renegade out of here. <laughs> Come on now. Hey, he holds what? a win over Arn Anderson. And Paul Roma was a tag team champion with Arn. Yeah, see? I don't know where I'm going with that, but anyways. I don't know. Our Arn gives people the rub. Hey, you know what? That, that actually goes back to the Arn Anderson maybe being the greatest tag team solo guy, like best tag team guy that was, you know, you know that conversation we've had about the... Yes, that we haven't gone back to since for that reason. Yes, but I forgot that he was a tag champ with Paul Roma. Yes, he was. So maybe Arn Anderson is the best of all time. Mm, I'm still saying Bobby Eaton. Uh, Rick Flair would say Ricky Morton. Uh, Rick Flair would say Ricky Morton just as a as a worker. Rick Flair loved Ricky Morton as a worker. Right. So in his opinion, he would be the best singles from a tag team. Mm, I don't know. I'm thinking of a tag team guy that has just had tag team partner championship after tag team championship with different partners. Mm, yeah. Ricky Morton uh, pretty much consisted of one. Yes. Anyways. Yeah, here we go with that conversation again. Yeah, let's not do that. All right. On a scale of Nicholas to Arn Anderson. <laughs> let's let's move on. Let's move let's on. move on. All right, Scott. Uh, did you know that there is a National Toy Hall of Fame? Uh, you brought this to my attention today, but uh, please proceed. Yes, this is from USA Today. I actually got this from Alexa. I have her play the news. Just I'm getting up into that age that I need to have the news played to me through Alexa. Are you like, Alexa, send news, but she mishears you and sends nudes? Yeah, I wish she wouldn't sometimes. Yeah, it's a little disturbing seeing the inside of your echo. <laughs> but uh, I asked her to play the news the other day, and they always go live from NPR, because NPR is old person news. <laughs> it's, uh, I don't think that's what NPR stands for, but proceed. Uh, uh, no, it's old person news. OPN. <laughs> <laughs> 
So anyway, NPR is down with OPN. So one of the things that caught my attention was, is they were talking about the National Toy Hall of Fame. And I was like, wait, what? This is news to me. So anyways, I did a Google search on it after I heard it on uh, OPN or NPR. (laughs) And there is a National Toy Hall of Fame. It's in New York. So I pulled the news from USA Today. And it says Toy Hall of Fame, the Forgotten Five, because they were going to talk about the um, the five that are going to get voted on. And we'll find out, I think, November 9th or something like that, of which one of these made it in. But here, let me read this story real quick. This is from USA Today. Here's a triumphant toy story. One beloved but forgotten plaything will finally be inducted into the National Toy Hall of Fame. Five toys, each of which has been considered for induction into the National Toy Hall of Fame, at the Strong National Museum of Play in Rochester, New York, in the past, but have fallen short, are again vying for that coveted spot. This time, one of them is guaranteed to make it. The five toys on the ballot, Fisher-Price Corn Popper, My Little Pony, Pez Dispensers, The Pogo Stick, and Transformers. The Toy Hall of Fame decided to have a special inductee to celebrate the hall's 25th anniversary. These five toys have been deemed the quote-unquote forgotten five because each has been a finalist for entry into the Toy Hall of Fame but failed to make the cut. They are like Susan Lucci was to the Emmy Awards or Steve Tasker to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Come on now. Come on. Come on now. Chief Curator Christopher Bench, Bench said in a press release, Now, one of these five will make the hall, and for the first time, it will be purely in the hands of the voting public. You can cast one vote each day until Tuesday, October 24th, so we missed it, for your favorite. The winner will be announced along with three other inductees on November 9th. The Forgotten Five under consideration, Frischer Price Corn Popper, a push toy with colorful balls. (laughs) Corn has been a repeat finalist for encouraging babies who are learning to walk. My Little Pony, the mini horse, are in the running for outselling even Barbie for several years while at the height of their popularity between 82 and 93, according to the Hall of Fame. Pez. Founded in 1948, Pez sells 3 billion individual candies each year and has about 60 or 70 dispensers currently in production, the Hall of Fame said. Pogo Stick. This bouncing toy was first patented in the early 1900s and transformers hasbro's action figures have spawned comic books cartoons and blockbuster films okay so what other toys are finalists for the national toy hall of fame after the summer of barbie it could be auspicious autumn for ken the ken doll is one of the 12 finalists auspicious 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 (laughs) (laughs) come on now i have the best words the Ken doll is one of the 12 finalists considered for this year's National Toy Hall of Fame class. The other 11 finalists announced in September. Baseball cards, Battleship, Bingo, Bop It, Handheld Game, Cabbage Patch Kids, Choose Your Own Adventure Game Books, Connect Four, Little Tykes Cozy Coop, Nerf Toys, Slime, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Players, uh, I'm going to say Nerf goes in. Um, Baseball cards has to go in too. It depends on how many go in. Right. Good point. 
Players' choice voting has already ended on these finalists and results will be taken into account by a National Selection Advisory Committee ahead of the November 9th inductees announcement. Why are we not in on this? Exactly. We weren't consulted on this. Come on, guys. Any toy podcast should have a vote. Exactly. I completely agree with you. It's like baseball. The writers who don't know their heads from a hole in the wall have right. a vote. Come on now. Right. right. Should... I completely agree. So there's a chance that Ken could go in before LJ and Hogan. And, and I find that highly disgusting. All right. So those are the finalists. What toys are already in the National Toy Hall of Fame, Scott? So far, 80 toys have made it to the National Toy Hall of Fame. Last year's Toy Hall of Fame inductees, The Top, Masters of the Universe, and Lightbright. Okay, so they took three. Yes. Okay, so baseball cards, Nerf, and Turtles. So you're saying those three? Yeah. Okay. Inducted in past years have included Alphabet Blocks, Barbie, Bicycle, Crayola Crayons, Dominoes, Dungeons & Dragons, G.I. Joe, Jenga, Matchbox Cars, Slinky, Tonka Trucks, and Wiffle Ball. Oh, I apologize. Nintendo Game Boy. Oh, this is the funny one. Sand. Sand? Yes. So I was looking over all the toys that are in the National Toy Hall of Fame. Dude, It w- there are a few on here. So one, sand. 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 Just like you go to the beach and yes. you play with sand. Yes. And that went into the Toy Hall of Fame. Correct. Sand went in ahead of Transformers. Let's think about this. There's a reason that we didn't know about the National Toy Hall of Fame until now. You guys are putting in sand over Transformers. Very small rocks. (laughs) I'm trying to be serious here and you're making me laugh. Come on now. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, man. Sand. Sand. Now, here's the funny part. So there's a complete list. And as they said, there's 80 names. So I'm not going to go over all 80, right? On there, okay, I mentioned Alphabet Box. Atari 2600 game system is in there. Okay. Okay. That that makes sense. Ball. Ball? Ball. That's it. Hmm. Ball. I guess because there's so many different forms (laughs) of... Please proceed. (laughs) of of balls <laughs> yeah lots of different sizes and colors jeff yes yes so others in there that you guys might be familiar with big wheel i thought that was cool here's another one blanket not michael jackson's kid blanket <laughs> blanket like, like like literally just blanket yes like one blanket it's, it's kind of weird dude like i was looking this over like that's not a toy like they'll all rattle off like a bunch of them. Like, yeah, I get that. That deserves to be in there. Coloring books. Okay. Yeah. That deserves to be in there. Crayons. Okay. Yeah. That deserves to be in there. And then you start going through and it's like stick. Hmm. And so anyways, I had to Google this. I put stick national toy hall of fame and they, their explanation was a stick is a fun object. Pets use it. You can use it with your pets. Animals play with this stick. So just a random stick off of a tree? Are you kidding me? Come on now. But there are adults that'll grab a stick and pretend they're like Harry Potter. <laughs> right? So people do play with sticks, I guess. I guess, sorry, but I mean rocks. There's sands in there, right? Yeah. But like, here's another one. Kite. That deserves to be in there, I think. Yes, kite definitely deserves to be in there. Uh, pinball's in there, I definitely agree. Michael Canick's new Christmas gift, Radio Flyer Wagon, that deserves to be in there. 
Absolutely, yes. Rocking horse that deserves rubber. That's du- a, definitely a Hall of Fame. Yeah. Rubber ducky, okay. Rubik's cube, and then you get sand. Hmm. It's like I don't get it. Sidewalk chalk. I would put sidewalk chalk in there above sand. Agree. But anyways. There are many, many toys in the National Toy Hall of Fame. It's in Rochester, New York. I am now making a pitch that we need to be involved in the voting. Agree. I am going to put our names in there and say, how do we become part of this voting process? As the longest running episodic wrestling figure podcast going today, we should have wrestling figures. And I am leading this charge. Wrestling figures need to be in there. Star Star Wars is in there. Oh, Star Wars is Star Wars. It says Star Wars action figures. Okay, so I'm I'm wondering what '80s toy line. So assume that Transformers is going to win. I think it's going to be Pez, but assume oh. Transformers wins. Okay. Okay. For '80s representation, you're going to have Transformers, GI Joe, Star Wars, and He Man, and possibly Turtles because that's on a ballot. Yes, that what, is. What other major? massive toy line from the 80s is left to go in i know i'm missing one. Oh, wrestling figures duh it's wrestling figures and dude. we are we are leading this charge right now when yes. this this charge is now on we are gonna get wrestling figures in there we've missed the voting for this year but god damn it 2024 wrestling figures are going in i agree i will if i get a vote as much as i would have put lawn darts in there I'm I'm gonna say wrestling figures. Lawn darts. Lawn darts. Really? Dude, not even the LJN ring has a kill count like lawn darts. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> lawn darts are strong. I I mean I can't argue that. Lawn darts that are toy very... line was so good they yanked it. <laughs> lawn like darts. Intertech water guns, dude. Oh Jesus. I knew you were gonna go there. But for way different reasons. Kids <laughs> were getting impaled on Intertech water guns. <laughs> But little Billy could get a fucking lawn dart right in his dome and be done. So, yeah, that's why that got pulled. So if you guys want to go and check out the Museum of Play, it is in Rochester, New York. There's also the museumofplay.org. You can buy ticket passes. Uh, there, That's on museumofplay.org. So I thought I'd bring that up and into the show because, one, I couldn't believe that stick was in there. I yeah. mean, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Hey, kid, do you want this Hogan LJN or you want to play with a stick? <laughs> I know. Do you want this Castle Grayskull or a stick? If a kid ever said stick, the, you know, the parents were celebrating. They're like, oh, yes. Because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they didn't need to drop 30, 40 bucks on Castle Grayskull. How did Dungeons and Dragons get in there before? Uh, no, that makes sense. d d It has huge. quite a fan base, dude. Yeah. I take that back. I take that back. Clue is in there. That deserves to be in there. That absolutely deserves to be in there. Is Candyland in there? Yeah, Candyland is. Okay, good. <laughs> oh, here's another one that baffled me, and I'll I'll drop all this, but like, so I was reading down the list. It was Blanket. That was already confusing. Bubbles. So I can- Okay, co- yeah. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, you get the stick, you dunk it in the soapy water, and you blow the bubbles. Okay, I get it. Candyland. Cardboard box. Um, They're not wrong. What, for the Feline Hall of Fame? No, to build forts, dude. I mean, a lot of kids use couch cushions, but there were other kids that like cardboard box. Boom. I'm living in it for a week. I had to read this off. I was just like amazed that one wrestling figures isn't in there. And then maybe Power Rangers should eventually go in there as well. 
Yeah, because they're starting to inch in the 90s, right? When you start hitting turtles, that's late 80s. Yeah. So Power Rangers is literally right around the corner from that. So again, that's museumofplay.org. You can go get lost on there. It's interesting. I I started kind of roaming around on the site to get lost there for a few minutes. So anyways. And I don't necessarily agree that all those other 80s toy lines made it in before wrestling figures. But I'll I'll accept it as long as wrestling figures gets in. But look, no other toy line goes in from the 80s before wrestling figures goes in. No way. Absolutely not. Do not put in mask. Do not put in silver hawks. None of that business. Wrestling figures go in, dude. I don't see any Disney on there. There's nothing Disney. Uh, Stuffed animals? Uh, Is stuffed animals on there? Stuffed animals... The Game of Life is on there. Hot Wheels. Now Hot Wheels deserves to be on there. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Duncan, Yo-Yo. Yo-Yo's definitely deserve. Light Bright. I love Light Bright. Actually, Breaker and I are talking about that soon. Um, oh, nice. What was the one you asked about? Oh, Teddy uh, Bear. Teddy, teddy Bear. Bears. Or Stuffed Animals. Teddy Bears. It's Teddy Bears. Tonka Trucks. That one's good, too. Okay, so Teddy Bears are in there. Oh, dude, I missed this one. Viewmaster is on there. Wow. Okay. I love the Viewmaster. Well worth, yeah, definitely worthy of being in there. Yeah. So anyways, that's, that's the national toy hall of fame. As of this show, I will be emailing them Uh, as an official representative or somebody that at least was on the toys that made us. uh, We'd like to offer our input. Yes. Yes. We have, uh, we have very many inputs that we could add to this national toy hall of fame. Yes. Born and raised in the eighties. Know all the toy lines. We can go into the 90s if you want us to. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, we would definitely uh, love to be a part of this for sure. I do want to go through that museum. I just kind of want to see what's in there. Yeah. Next time we're in New York, dude. How far is Rochester from Manhattan? Can we get an Uber? Watch it be not even close. The Uber's like 300 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, um, speaking of New York, Kiss's last show is on dad's birthday. Oh, they're playing a show just for dad, huh? Yeah, yeah, it's it's a special showing for him. It's our last show ever. Okay. And they're like, uh, yeah, we're gonna play for our non-fan Keith tune. <laughs> so I'm I'm not gonna be going to that, unfortunately. Okay. But I am gonna try to talk Shannon into going to Kiss next Friday, November third. Oh, it's their last show in California. Oh, where are they playing at? The Hollywood Bowl. Oh, nice. So I'm thinking a couple nights in L.A. After the show, go to the rainbow, get some of those uh, magical cheese pillows that they had, (laughs) get a pizza, hang out, have some drinks next to the Lemmy statue. We'll see how it goes. All right. All right. See how it goes. But yeah, it's Kiss's last show in California. And I'm like, okay, I'm not going to make it to their last show ever. Tickets are just outrageous. They start at like 500 bucks. That's not bad. Well, yeah. But then airfare, hotel. All of that that goes along with it. As much as I love New York, you know, it's just it's not in the cards right now. But maybe like a quick two day trip to L.A. is in the cards. So I should have an update next week on how that's going. Okay, I can't wait to hear this update. Yeah, yeah, I was good. Like I haven't seen him in two years, and I'm never going to top the seats I had for that last show I saw him at in Mountain View. I was mm-hmm. like third row, second or third row. Um, but it's it's the last go around. It's their last show in California, so I'm I'm super tempted to go. And I don't think we have anything going on that weekend, so I'm like, I think it needs to happen. It, it must happen. 
yeah sorry new york came up and then i thought of kiss and just thought i'd share that real quick i don't know why i just did that <laughs> because we were talking about the national toy hall of fame where we're getting wrestling figures in there that's what we're doing we're making the push the crows are making the push too <laughs> to tracy again yeah yeah do that picture that steve hoker said oh my god so a little context to that scott might have taken a picture of the rnt next to the haircut place and steve hoker photoshopped some crows in there hilarious so good oh so my god good. i was dying laughing when i saw that oh it would have been perfect if there were some in the trees or something unfortunately <laughs> there were no because you'll see crows of tracy like i'm not kidding the other day there was one sitting literally in front of our house and I'm like going out to get the mail and it's sitting up in the tree. I'm like, oh man, this is great. Like I get it on the show. Here they are here too. But uh, yeah, I sent a picture and Steve Hoker put crows in front. I about died. It was so good. Oh, that is hilarious. All right. Let's head on over to Foco. Roman Reigns light up bobblehead. He will be standing on the Titan Tron like the Brett. And who was the other one we talked about last week? Uh, Yeah. Oh man, I can't even remember. Anyways, light up bobblehead. He'll be on the stage, uh, on the tight drawn stage. I should also say that uh, there is also a Jake the Snake Roberts bobblehead that went up as well. So if you want any of those bobbleheads, they are limited. Head on over to foco.com. Yes, yeah, crazy. We talk about them every week now. They're they're constantly releasing product, man. They're really pumping it out. They are releasing product for wrestling all the time now. So I'm wondering wrestling must be doing pretty good for them oh for sure if they keep pumping it out like they are dude they must be doing well yeah definitely and and of course when you put limited numbers on things that's definitely going to help your cause but uh, it's a good product as well it's not like they're just pumping out a bunch of crap like kiss does speaking of kiss (laughs) um they're really putting out some good products so good on foco all right let's head on over to mattel uh there wasn't much from mattel we're just going to do a couple questions from Actually, only one question, I should say, from the Wrestling Fig message boards to Steve Ozer. The only question that was worth pulling came in from Nosebleed Collectibles. He said, is Billy Gunn still a go for the DX retro set, or will he be replaced with an X-Pac or a Shawn Michaels? Steve said, Billy is in the set, so they still have the rights to Billy Gunn. How does this happen? I'm so confused. So I'm wondering if he has one of those contracts, like, I don't know, Savage, Flair, you know, anybody can grab him. I'm going to call it the Cartman contract. Respect my authority. I do what I want. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) They just sign with whoever. Yeah. Jake did that. Billy's doing that. So anyways. Crazy. Well, good on him, dude. He's going to make that WWE and AEW money. Yep, exactly. Part of the trios tag team. Yeah. And... Now getting a figure in WWE. Yeah, it's just, it's crazy. It's insane. It's so weird how those contracts work out. All right, Scott, what do you say we head on over to WWE Elite Series 99? Let's go talk about it. before we jump into the nostalgia segment you and i were just talking between segments okay so let's talk about the toys that made us and the national toy hall of fame so the first season of the toys that made us correct me if i'm wrong barbie star wars no he-man and what was the last one gi joe 
Okay, so all four of those are in the National Toy Hall of Fame. Correct. Okay, what was season two? Season two was Star Trek, Transformers, Lego, and Hello Kitty. Okay, so Lego's in. Yeah, Transformers is on the uh, the last chance ballot or whatever you want to call it. What was the female one? I apologize. Uh, Hello Kitty, and then the other one is Star Trek, which is not in. But it hasn't had a huge, outside of the Playmates line, Star Trek hasn't really been represented well toy-wise. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Mego did some Star Trek, but Playmates is really the bread and butter of the Star Trek toy universe. So I don't think that there's enough product out there to warrant being put into the, the Toy Hall of Fame. And Hello Kitty is not in. Right. Okay, and then third season was? Uh, Turtles, which they're on the ballot. Right. Uh, Power Rangers, which we talked about earlier, is probably going to end up on the ballot next year. Uh, My Little Pony and Professional Wrestling. So let's see, out of three seasons, that's 12 episodes. Correct. So you have four from season one, one from season two, and zero from season three. So five of the 12 are in the Toy Hall of Fame. Once everything is said and done, though, Transformers could be in, and My Little Pony could be in, and Turtles could be in, which would be 8 out of 12. So you're at like a 75% right there. Yeah, that's good Steiner math. Good job, dude. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so the way I see it is wrestling figures have a 33 and a third percent chance of getting in. No, I just I wanted to cr- kind of cross-reference the toys that made us in the National Toy Hall of Fame. So thank you for pulling that. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's what she said. Oh, oh, good improv. All right. Also, before we get into WWE Elite Series 99, we want everybody to head over to wrestlingfiguredatabase.com. What we want you guys to do, head on over to the WWE Main Elite Line section, search for 51 to 100, scroll down to series, click on 99, and follow along as Scott reads off this list. Again, that is all over at the Dylan created wrestling figure database dot com. All right, Scott, what you got for WWE Elite Series 99? The Wayne Gretzky one. Yeah, the Wayne Gretzky Elite Series Wayne Gretzky. First up, Boogeyman. He was your variant. Well, actually one of two variants in this series. Regular version and both versions came with the same accessories. Came with a clock, a walking stick. The regular version had black and red pants. The variant had all black pants, and as you put on here, Jeff, all red head. Mm -hmm. Yes, the head was all red. Next up, another variant, Brock Lesnar. Regular version, both versions came with the WWE title. Regular version, beige coveralls. Variant was in blue coveralls. Also had a top hat. Uh, Yes, thank you. Uh Uh-huh. Next up, Baron Corbin. He was in black pants and a black and orange shirt. Came with a top hat and a white soft goods shirt and also was packaged with a sad Corbin face. That's That was extremely defeated Baron Corbin. Next up, Queen Zelina Vega, which she was in her white gear, came with a crown and scepter accessories. Next up, Matt Riddle, recently released. Flip-flops, a hat, and a scooter. Soft goods purple Hey Randy shirt had red trunks with a gold bro on the front. And last but certainly not least, Seth Rollins. Black, white, and gold gear packaged with a long white coat with black trim. And Jeff, that rounds out Elite Series Gretzky. Funny story, just last week while I was in Denver, I saw the variant Boogeyman figure. 
Oh, nice. Did you pick it up? No, I didn't. Uh, it's just You're like, too busy what? buying cards. Yeah, I was tr- too busy panicking about the cards and trying to figure out how to. Right. But anyways, it's so funny that Elite 99 was still on the shelves. And on top of that, the variant Boogeyman is still on the shelves out there, too. That's crazy. That place is like a gold mine. Oh, dude. Denver is such a huge hit. Like, we were having a conversation with GBM and Norm. And Norm and I were like, yeah, we never see any uh, WWE select cards out here. I go back to Denver. I buy a, 10 boxes. Oh, what, what did we say? It was a buttload. A buttload. Yes, uh, which is the same as Hella, but equivalent not equivalent to. to a shitload. Correct, correct. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's Cali math right there, folks. <laughs> All right, Scott, what was your favorite in this series? You know, this was a really good series. Um, I really liked both versions of the Boogeyman. The Zelina Vega figure, outstanding. Rollins, outstanding. But I'm going Baron Corbin. And the reason is that sad face. Oh, you like the sad face, huh? I love that sculpt. I think it's, it captures when he was running that gimmick so well. And I love that they have kind of happy Corbin. And then they have down on his luck Corbin. All in the same package. Two ex- extremely different expressions on the face. I love it. I'm going Baron Corbin. Okay. The Baron Corbins, they always seem to hit. Mattel always does a, a yes. great job on the Baron Corbin faces. I mean, even when it was long haired Baron Corbin, did yeah, a great exactly. job on those two. Because if you take the one that was in the earlier series of 90s, I can't remember what series that was. It was like 91, 92, 93, whatever Something it was. Something like that, yeah. Where he was King Corbin. Right. You look at that face and it's, I hate to say this, but scary good. Yeah, it's outstanding. They nail Corbin, dude. Yeah, they do an excellent, excellent job on the Corbin. So I'll have to agree with you on the Corbin being the best. I really like that Rollins too, though. And that accessory is badass. We've got some eBay prices for Elite Series Gretzky. Boogeyman, regular, clock, walking stick, black and red pants, variant, all black pants, and an all red head. Last old EBA listing on the regular, October 22nd for $30.99. The variant last sold was October 18th for $28. Dude, I would have made six bucks off that. A whole six? Well, plus tax, maybe not. Anyways. You can't even get Subway with that anymore. I know. That's sad. Remember the good old days of $5 footlongs? Oh, dude, those were the days, weren't they? Now you can't even get a $5 six inch. That's what she said. Maybe on some streets in Oakland, you might be able to, but anyway, maybe, yeah, maybe <laughs> Brock Lesnar. He was also another variant in this one regular with beige coveralls and a top hat variant. The blue coveralls with a top hat as well. And world title last old eBay listing on the regular October 22nd for $10 and 45 cents. The variant last sold October 14th for $30. Jeez. That's quite a jump there. It is. Wow. Yeah. Somebody really wanted the blue. Baron Gorbin, his accessories was the top hat, white coat, and a sad Corbin face. Last sold eBay listing October 15th for $19.80. Queen Zelina Vega, crown, scepter. Last sold eBay listing was October 16th for $15.29. Matt Riddle with the flip-flops, the Hey Randy shirt. And hat, last sold eBay listing, October 2nd for $12.50 on three bids. Nothing. On Riddle? Yeah. Nah, less I say about Riddle, the better. Dude, you know what's funny is I hear so many podcasts where people crap on Riddle. I like him, dude. I'm not going to crap on him. I I feel bad for the guy who lost his job. Like, that's awful. Like, that that sucks. I hear so many podcasts where people are like, ugh. 
you know, when it comes to Matt Riddle. And I'm like, what am I missing? I kind of like him. So yeah, no, I'm I'm not a fan. Uh, Eddie is definitely not a fan. No, not even close. He loathes Matt Riddle. Um, but no, I, I feel bad for the guy. And when I said recently released, that was not a stab, but you know, that, that sucks. Dude lost his job. Um, but no, I'm, I'm not a fan of, of riddle at all. Okay. I won't be buying his figures. We'll put it that way. Yeah. Well, I don't mind him and I still haven't bought any of his figures. So there you go. <laughs> Seth Rollins with the long white coat. Last old eBay listing was October 17th for 34 99. Wow. 35 bucks for that Seth, huh? I guess so. And it's funny. I saw that all the time. Wow. Okay. There you go. If yeah. you see him out and about, eBay's the place. That rounds out Elite Series 99. We'll do Elite Series 100 next week, and then that will be it. Yep. And then we'll find new toys to play with. Exactly. At the National Toy Hall of Fame. Right. We have a listener segment. We apologize, guys. We haven't gotten to you in a hot minute, but we are definitely doing that this week. I'm going to just get right into it, Scott. Do it. It's our show. Do what you want. Okay. First question comes in from Adam Winter. Hello, Jeff and Scott. Congrats on 400 episodes. Thank you, Adam. Thank you, sir. And it's 400. I am a day 20-ish listener. I wow. think I found I think I think found you guys from your review of the ROH figures on YouTube. Dude, we got to get back into YouTube. We've got to do this. <laughs> wow. That was, was 2016? It was 2016, dude. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. That was, uh, that was literally us trying to like still find our voice and still like, Oh, what's this YouTube thing? We're like the dudes from Zoolander, like poking and prodding <laughs> on the computer. And yeah. Wow. That's crowds in my old office there at work. Wow. Yep. On to my question. And if you could play today, sort of question, what are some dream matches that never happened that you would want to create with action figures? You can only use the same toy line toy maker against same toy line. And you can't use Mattel. A few I think of off the top of my head. A.E. Jazzwares, Kenny Omega versus CM Punk. Bendham's, Shawn Michaels versus The Rock. Toy Biz, WCW, Sting versus Rey Mysterio. Maybe this happened, but can't think of it at the time it, it did. Thanks so much, Adam Winner. Ooh, Okay. Okay, so dream matches that never happened, and you have to use the same toy line. All right, LJN, Ted RCD versus Outback Jack. Are we sure that didn't happen? They were both faces. There, no, it never happened. No, I don't know that our was RCD a good guy. RCD, I thought was a good guy. I thought he was a bad guy. Oh. That was a joke. I don't think it sh we should spend five minutes on RCD and Outback Jack. In fact, you know what? We've actually given way too much time to RCD and Outback Jack right now. Have we, though? RCD with those cheeks? Come on now. Wait, <laughs> wait which cheeks? <laughs> you know what cheeks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that man was fit. <laughs> okay. He must work out. Sand toy line and dream matches. Okay, so the well I'm thinking of dipping into is Jack's Classic Superstars. And I'm actually going to pull one of yours here, Jeff. Okay. I'm going to go Rock and Roll Express versus Demolition. Okay. I don't hate that. That's actually a great call. And see, that kind of gives you the leeway to go newer guys and older guys, right? Because Classic Superstars covered so many different uh, eras. All right. We can't use Mattel. But we can use the same line. I'm going to have to use Jack's classic as well. Okay. 
Oh, wait a second. I can't use Jack's classic. Ooh, wait a second. This changes everything. Wait, why can't you use Jack's classic? Because they didn't make Sting. No, they did not. Can you substitute Warrior for Sting? No, because I was going to say Undertaker versus Sting, but Jack's classic never. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Man, this is tough. It is, dude. It is. Yeah, not being able to go uh, across toy lines. That definitely that definitely makes it harder. I have an idea. Jack's classic, Hardy Boys, and they will take on the Rockers. Oh, that's a good one. And that encompasses, like you said, newer and older. Yes. So I think I'm going to be dipping into that Jack's classic well a little bit here. Okay. I like that a lot. Man, this is difficult trying to think of all that. Yeah, for sure. I don't want to go back to classic superstars because that's it's like the low it's the low hanging fruit. It's definitely the low hanging fruit. Um, Let's think Hasbro. Right. Okay. let's think of some dream matches that could have happened in Hasbro. Maybe a dream match would have been. Ludwig Borga versus Hogan. I do literally was just thinking that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ludwig Borga versus Hogan. See that, that was like a flagpole on, or a flag on a pole match waiting to happen. Uh, correct. Yes. Okay. I like that one a lot. Okay. Let's think tag teams, tag teams. Okay. Man, you already used the rockers. So I don't want to go back to the rockers. Okay. Uh, Legion of doom versus Yoko and Owen Hart. What toy line Hasbro. Are you going Hasbro? Okay. Yep. LJN Strike Force versus the Dream Team. Yeah, that's true. That didn't happen because the Dream Team were broken up by the time Strike Force was formed. Um. All right. So we hit LJN. Hasbro. We've hit Hasbro. How about Galoob? Anything in Galoob that? Because I think everybody faced each other in Galoob. That's the problem with the Galoobs. Yeah. Oh, how about this? A dream match. At least I don't think this happened. Sting versus Brian Pillman. I don't know. It, it might have happened in like a battle bowl or something like that. Or but Pillman was heel though. He was heel for a while. It wouldn't surprise me if he's sting in like a tag team match or something because he was part of the horsemen. The horsemen okay. and sting always feuded. I, I would almost guarantee their paths crossed. Okay, good point. Good point. Yeah, that's hard when you're going same toy line that never faced each other. That never faced each other. Yeah, because you figure, oh, we could go. What about Remco's? Okay, who are you going with? Dude, Midnight Rockers and Road Warriors. Boom, nailed. I can't think of a better tag team match out of Remco than that. Actually, you know what probably would have been a better match would be uh, the Rockers versus Steve Regal and Jimmy Garvin. That match would probably be more fun to watch. Okay, I like your first answer better. Really? Yeah. Or dude, how about Rockers versus Freebirds? Oh, dude, I could see that one being a bloodbath. Yes, for sure. And you'd need a third in the Rockers corner. They didn't really have an alliance with anybody. They would come down and help people, but they wouldn't really have an alliance. Yeah, I'm thinking Scott Hall. Uh, possibly. Yeah. Adam, thank you for the question. Yeah, that was quite a curveball, man. That's not an easy if I could play today. No, no, not even remotely close. I still like my Outback Jack. And anyways, no, nothing. All right. Uh, no, <gasps> I, I thought you were done talking about them. <laughs> All right, Scott. Next question comes in from Kenny Armbar Figs. He says, it's spooky season. It's his favorite. What's up, Scott and Jeff? It is the honorary third tune brother, Kenny from Armbar Figs. Want to wish everybody out there in the fig life a very happy spooky season. 
And if there's one thing I love more than zombies, mutants, and monster wrestling figs, it's a good bit. So here we are with this year's homework of riding the values of aftermarkets, eBay sold listings on some figs we talked about last year. So here we go. Last year, we got the Brock Lesnar Zombie was sold on September 25th for $45. This year, sold on September 30th for $22. We have the Sasha Banks, last year, sold on September 24th for $4.99. This year, sold on September 11th for $1.25 plus $8.55 shipping. We have the Finn Balor Mutant, last year sold on September 14th for $23 on a buy it now. This year was sold on August 29th for $23. We have last year the Triple H Zombie was sold on September 22nd for $8.99 on a buy it now. This year sold on August 15th for $18.99 plus $8 shipping. And the last one we mentioned on the show, the Roman Monster, uh, sold on September 25th for $19.99 as a buy it now. This year was sold on October 10th for $15.99 plus $10 shipping. Now, after our little conversation dropped last year, the values on these figs shot up. Who knew? So I posted a couple of photos, and I'm going to talk about those resale values right now from this year so last year we had the zombie jeff hardy sold on october 4th for 47 dollars this year we have the zombie jeff hardy sold on september 18th for 29.99 plus six dollars shipped we have the zombie cane last year sold for 36 dollars plus 11 dollars shipping this year, same Zombie Cane figure sold on August 31st for $59.95 with a line through it, so as a best offer accepted. But one sold earlier in August on August 3rd, happy Bret Hart Day, uh, for $59.99 plus $8 shipping. We have the Zombie Stone Cold action figure last year sold on October 6th for $20 plus $5 shipping. This year, sold on October 7th for $24.99 plus $6 shipping. And finally, we have the Zombie Bray Wyatt. Last year, on October 5th, sold for $49.99 plus $11 shipping. Uh, this year, uh, the prices on this figure were all sorts of out of whack for obvious reasons. Uh, so I went back to the last sold in uh, on August 9th, which was when Bray was still with us, and that sold for $22.99 plus $8 shipping. So, we're hanging tight with these zombies, mutants, and monsters, and as time goes on, people are digging them, people are having fun, and people are enjoying things that are just a little bit different than Randy Orton in blue trunks, Randy Orton in red trunks, Randy Orton in green trunks. Peace out, everybody. Get wrecked, bots. Okay, okay, okay. Those don't knock those Randy Orton in different trunks. Come on now. Yeah, especially the green. The green is terrific. Or the orange or the orange that he won the heavyweight title in back in 04. You can't beat the fluorescent orange trunks. I'm glad to see that these are holding up. And as Kenny said, we're getting into spooky season. Kenny, thank you for sending this over. Yeah, By the thanks, way- dude. That was actually fascinating. 
by the way, Scott, you have to put up your Nakamura for Halloween season. I, he's up year round. Oh, he's up year round. Yeah, he's on the wall. Oh, I thought he. I thought you would bring him out just for spooky season. No, no, no. He's hanging up on the wall year round. Oh, okay. I got you. I got you. Yep, Michael Jackson Nakamura. <laughs> Michael Jackson Nakamura. So I am surprised that those prices still hold up, except the Sasha Banks. I mean, I just can't. I, like those figures to me, and I know Kenny loves them. And I know you changed your mindset on them, Scott. They were different. To say the least. They were and- different, but they definitely have a fan base. And I, I love that because, again, we always talk about this on the show. Wrestling figures and your love of them is very subjective. You know, you've got stuff that appeals to you and doesn't appeal to others. And that's that's the beauty of our hobby. I love it. And I had never even I've, I've talked about this. We talked about it with Kenny that I never even looked at these figures as anything other than a gimmick line and something to appeal to a smaller fan base. But then when you look at them as actual decorations, like Shannon's favorite holiday is, is Halloween. She loves it. We have decorations up year-round for Halloween, and these figures are absolutely perfect for that. And he and Kenny really opened up my eyes to that, and I, I respect Kenny for that. That's awesome. You know, give me a different viewpoint. I dig it. I love it. And uh, yeah, I've definitely gained a bigger appreciation for these, uh, the amount of tooling. And we had this conversation with Kenny last year about them the tooling and the work that went into these things is tremendous. Um, Yeah. It is interesting to see the prices up and down the same kind of all over the board, but a lot of them are definitely retaining their value. Uh, Definitely a cool line. And one that I've grown to appreciate over the years for sure. Due to some things, I got a Brock Lesnar zombie and I should have sold it last year for 49 bucks. I'm pissed. (laughs) Never meant to want that figure, but it ended up in my, collection and i should have sold it last year <laughs> for 49 bucks but hey like kenny said we're in spooky season put it out dude it totally fits all right <laughs> kenny thank you for the update regarding those and always good hearing from you my friend for sure scott next question comes in from the great the wonderful justin summers hello scott and jeff this is once again justin summers with my listener question been, uh, been thinking about some meet and greets lately, and I want to know, are there any meet and greets out there that you'd still like to have? And I'm going to expand this a little bit more. It doesn't have to be wrestling related, just, you know, athletes or actors, people in entertainment, musical artists, whatever it might be. For me, I still got Vince McMahon top of my list. I feel like I've, I've mentioned it before. That's a dude that... And it's weird calling him a dude, but, you know, a guy I would like to meet and just thank him for everything because there was a big domino effect to everything that he did. And there's, you know, we we might not be here if it wasn't for that. And there's ex- some experiences in my life that wouldn't have happened because of him and what he did. So that's something I've had on my list for a very long time, even before I started doing meet and greets. Uh, n- n- another one on my list, I got a few athletes. When it comes to basketball... I want to meet my favorite player of all time. No, it's it's not LeBron James who did beat the Golden State Warriors in 2016. Jeff, I don't know if you remember that, but it's someone else. Someone who has won multiple championships. Someone who is created a brand for himself through his name. And that's none other than Shaq. I have loved Shaq since the mid-90s. And I actually own a jersey of for every team that he's played on and all but Orlando I have in adult sizes. I actually still have my original magic and Lakers Jersey, my 
youth sizes. Uh, baseball. I'm not huge into baseball, but I did grow up in the 90s when the then Cleveland Indians were were really big. And the one player that I I have loved since then. But this player was there and got a, a huge reaction. That's none other than Kenny Lofton. Just hands down the greatest dude. And I enjoyed watching his career. And then like he did spend like part of his career just like jumping from team to team to team. So yeah, Kenny Lofton would be up there. And then the next two are both going to be from football. Yes, I am a Browns fan, and I would love to meet Miles Garrett and Nick Chubb. But I'm also a Chicago Bears fan, and I would love to meet Brian Urlacher. I don't maybe agree with him on like some political things I've heard him talk about, but as a player, he was one of my favorites, and he was one of the first jerseys I ever I ever bought myself. So Brian Urlacher would be it, and this is going to be another kind of swerve of yes, I am a Browns fan. You know, diehard Browns fan, been Browns fan my whole life. And the only reason I'm really a, a Bears fan is because the Browns went away. But there's there's one player that I have a lot of respect for. And if I got, got a chance to meet him, I would like let him know that even being a Cleveland Browns fan, I have a lot of love and respect for him. That's none other than Troy Palomalu. He's a dude that I don't think I've ever heard just a bad thing said about him on or off field. He seems to be like a stand-up dude. And I think he would get a kick out of a Browns fan telling him, Hey, like, you know, I, even though you were a Pittsburgh Steeler and there's a lot of Steelers players, I do not like you were a dude that I like, I loved watching except, you know, against the Browns and I had a lot of respect for it. It was just like, I didn't, I didn't like the Jersey you were wearing. That's it. But so those are my five. Can we hear what you guys got to say? So, uh, I will take my answer off the air till next time. Thank you, Justin, for the question. Um, great question this week, actually. Uh, these are a lot of fun. And Jeff, I normally you'd be like, oh, he talked about Kiss earlier. He's going to say Kiss. I am and I'm not. Um, I've actually already met Paul Stanley, albeit in in like a quick passing because he had a flight to catch and he had a room full of people waiting to meet him and take a picture with him. So he kind of like ran down the line and I've got a picture with Paul Stanley with Shannon and I. And I have the biggest, cheesiest grin on my face. And I couldn't help it because I was meeting one of my childhood idols. And it's one of my favorite pictures. I love it. So I've met Paul already. But the one guy from Kiss that I want to meet still, it's Ace Freely. Would love to meet Space Ace. Scott, this is Gene Simmons from Kiss. Oh, hi, Gene. Hi. Uh, You don't want to meet me? No, not really. I mean, I talked to you on the show. You know, that was cool. Why not, Scott? That's uh, that's very hurtful. Uh, I'm sorry, you know, Scott. By the way, this is Gene Simmons from Kiss. Oh, is this Gene? Uh, this is Gene. Oh, um, hey, Gene. I don't understand why you would want to meet Ace. He's a prick. Uh, <laughs> you would want to meet Gene Simmons from Kiss. You did it again, Crow. You uh, tipped no, your hand. It's not the crows. I, they, they stopped by Kiss's compound and said I should open <laughs> up a massage parlor in Tracy. <laughs> but then I picked up some of their lingo, just like you guys say, dude. So anyways, yeah, uh, Scott, this is Gene Simmons from Kiss. I hate you so much sometimes, dude. <laughs> I had a feeling if I mentioned Kiss, you were going to do that. Again. Uh, you know me too well. <laughs> or I mean, I had a feeling if I mentioned Kiss that Gene Simmons was going to call in again and hijack the show. <laughs> there you go. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, brother. So Ace, Ace Freely. Y- yes. Well, I would love to meet Ace. And then I got three Yankees for the list. Holy crap. Uh, Don Mattingly. Yeah, because I've never met him. He's the reason I love baseball. Derek Jeter. Yep. And uh, Judge. Bingo. All the captains. All the captains. Yep, that's it. 
Okay. Yep. Mattingly, again, reason I got into baseball, reason I love baseball today. Uh, Yankees are my favorite team because of Don Mattingly. I just love the way he played. The dude was just awesome. And then that just carried through to, you know, Jeter taking over the captain when Mattingly left. And now Aaron Judge taking over the captain since Jeter's been retired. Uh, first captain since 2014. Just my love of the Yankees would love to meet those guys and uh, wouldn't hurt to have him sign that Yankees championship belt behind me either. And who knows, man, maybe, maybe Juan Soto will be a Yankee next year. That's what I'm hearing. There's uh trade talks. Anyways. Scary outfield, isn't it? Oh God, dude, that <laughs> the hot stove's already starting in the world series. Game one hasn't even started. Right. Yeah. Right. You got to love baseball for that. It's going to be the lowest rated world series of all time. But uh, aside from that, <laughs> hey, cool. No, uh, hey, you know what? Props to the the Diamondbacks and the Rangers. I think they combined for like 200 losses last year or something ridiculous. And now both teams are in the World Series. You know, it's a testament to to good managers and good players. And I'm telling you, dude, Corbin Carroll, that kid is the next guy in baseball. I'm surprised he's not your keeper next year in fantasy baseball. Yeah, funny you mention that. <laughs> Overjudge, huh? Uh, we'll see. Any celebrities that you would like to meet? Um, well, to me, rock stars and athletes are celebrities. So, okay. Um, no, not really, dude. No. It's funny, man. When we went to the Stockton Con this past uh, August, yes, Billy West was there. Yes, if you had the Ren and Stippy Ultimate, you would have had him sign. I would have had him, dude. I would have had him sign both those. And oh, I, yeah. oh, God, I would have loved that. Maybe he'll be back again. Who knows? Oh, I would guess yes, for sure. Hopefully, hopefully. Uh, Man, I don't know. I would like to meet Okada again. I've already met Okada once. I'm going to take this back to wrestling. Um, But I didn't get a chance to have anything signed. It was basically a photo. Oh, you, get, gotcha. you got a picture and it was one of those pre-signed 8x10s. Yes, but now he's got a figure out. Now he has a figure, and I would like to meet him and try to get a something signed. Right. Uh, baseball, any sports, I would probably want to meet. I wouldn't mind meeting Nathan McKinnon. That would be cool. Oh, you know, the one person I do want to meet is Jim Kelly. Oh, dude, yeah, absolutely. I, I really, really want to meet Jim Kelly, and it's one of those. He doesn't come out to the West Coast. Yeah. So I have a feeling I may have to go out to the Midwest or the East Coast if he's doing any signings out there. Yeah, they do those massive sports card shows. Uh, there's one coming up in Chicago, but yes. I, I want to say it's in Houston or Dallas. They do like a ginormous sports card show and they always have a ton of old school athletes there. And I would bet you if you're going to meet them, that's probably going to be the spot. There was one a couple of years ago. I think it was before COVID. I think Kelly and Thurman and Bruce was there. Oh, dude. Yeah, oh, that'd be amazing. I'd... Get to share Missy Hyatt stories with them. That would just be great. Well, it only lasts about 15 seconds, you know. <laughs> Quick story. Uh, uh, allegedly, according to Missy's book. Yeah, because we believe everything she says. <laughs> Very trustworthy. I believe her more than Sunny, I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, Justin, thank you for your question. Scott, last question comes in from Josh Thompson. Hey, Jeff and Scott, JT here back with that bi-weekly question. First off, boys, I just want to say thank you for all the kind words you gave Outback. Oh, Outback sounds so good right now. Like Outback Jack? No, Outback, like Aussie cheese fries. Oh, like the steakhouse. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aussie cheese fries, 
Alice uh-huh. Springs chicken. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, or just a steak, dude. Yeah, yeah. Uh, by the way, stuff. by the way, I need to go back to Denver last week. So Tuesday night, one of our coworkers is retiring, and it was the team that took her out. Dude, we went to the steakhouse in Colorado called Perry's. Okay. They had fried asparagus. Oh, okay. With crab on top. Oh with my. Like, with like almost like a light lemon drizzle. Oh my. Oh, dude, that is one of the greatest things I've ever had in my mouth, dude. Wow. It was so good, dude. The steak. Now you can kind of tell how high end this was, but yeah. <laughs> it's so high end. They had a Lamborghini out front. I don't know why they had a Lamborghini out front, but I, anyways. Was it a transformer? <laughs> nah, I wish. Hmm. Uh, but anyways, the steak was like cooked perfectly. I like my steak medium. Oh, dude, it was on point and it tasted like it, the knife just went through like butter, dude. Oh, so, oh good. so it was better than Golden Corral. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> the king of steaks, Golden Corral. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, the funny thing is, is next night, Sean, Eric and myself, we go out, but we're looking for toys and all that stuff. But we as we were out, dude, we got hungry. We exit one of the targets and we look straight across the parking lot and there's a Texas Roadhouse. Oh, the finest steakhouse in Tracy. <laughs> no, it is it is quite honestly the finest steakhouse in Tracy. Yes. Which is not saying much for Tracy, unfortunately. But anyway, <laughs> proceed. It's Golden Corral, by the way. So anyways, we're so hungry. I'm like, dude, let's go to Texas Roadhouse. And Sean's all, you want steak back-to-back nights? And I'm like, yeah, dude. dude. Hello. I'm, I'm like, I'm so hungry, dude. Let's just Let's just go. Yeah, no, I don't want the thing that I love most in the world two nights in a row, steak. No, who wants that? (laughs) So we head over to Texas Roadhouse. We get the steak and it's good. Like it's Texas Roadhouse good. It's yeah, it's it's always good. It's never like, oh my gosh, that's the best steak ever. It's it's just consistently good. Yeah. Yeah. But when you had Perry's the night before. Yeah. It's like you went from the Yankees to the Expos, dude. It's like. Right. Now now you're sitting with the pores and you're eating their types of food and you're like, oh, this is the steak you folks like hmm. looking down on them. Yeah. Oh, man. Anyways, I had to bring that up because like that steak from Perry's. Oh, my God. That fried asparagus. So the, I bet there was like no, no resistance when you cut through the, the steak with the knife. None. Right? None. Yeah. Yeah. Zero. Zilch. Yeah. It was right. it was like butter. I had to bring that up just because anyways, sorry. Thanks. Now I'm like super hungry. <laughs> Head to the finest establishment in Tracy. Taco Bell. The massage parlor. All right. <laughs> R&T. <laughs> R&T. <laughs> Kisses, massage, and R&T. Hi, Scott. This is Gene. Oh, okay. Anyways, back to JT's question. I just want to say thank you for all the kind words you gave out back in episode 400. No problem, JT. Thank you for having a question for us all the time, man. Absolutely. As I said in my last listener submission, you guys are like chicken noodle soup for the soul. Thank you, man. I'm also glad to hear you enjoy the if you could play today question, because that's what I'm giving you guys this week. Boys, it's time for the annual if you could play today Halloween Havoc question, though with a ruthless aggression twist to it. If you could play today, how would you book Halloween Havoc with all seven inch jacks scale figures at your disposal? Alongside Ruthless Aggression, Deluxe, and Classic, I'll also allow you to use some of the Impact figures as well. So the ones from tw- uh, 2010. 
Yes. After after Jax lost the license. Finally, instead of WCW titles being on the line, it will be WWE Heavyweight Tag Team, United States, and Cruiserweight all on the line this time. JT. Okay, so we have at our disposal Ruthless Aggression, Deluxe, and Classics. Also allow you to use some of the Impact figures as well. Okay, what titles again? WWE Heavyweight. Tag Team. United States and cruiserweight all on the line this time. Okay. So United States. So let's start off with John Cena with that U S spinner. Yeah, that is one of my favorite wrestling figures ever. All right. We need an opponent for him for the U S United States championship. Hornswoggle Halloween themed. What's the match called? (laughs) I don't know. It's going to be a short match or we could do like Cena versus somebody, but, uh, Hornswoggle's in one corner. Hornswoggle's the special guest referee. Oh, I, okay. There you go. It's going to be Cena versus Finley. Okay. With Hornswoggle is the special guest referee. Finley. I don't know. Well, I'm making the connection. Hornswoggle and Finley. Okay. I get it. I get it. Or you could have Cena versus Vince. Mc... Nah, I don't know if Vince McMahon ever had a ruthless aggression. So his son Hornswoggle would be the special guest referee. That's bad. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> let's. All right. Okay, so U.S. is done. All right, Scott, what do you have for the tag match? Tag match, I'm going Motor City Machine Guns, the uh, Jack's TNA line. Okay. Versus the Dudleys. And you could go Ruthless Aggression or TNA Impact uh, figures, up to you. Versus the Hardys, Jack's Hardys. And I'm thinking the two-pack that you screamed like a girl when you found them at KB Toys. Okay. I like Versus it. classic superstars rockers. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. And is there any uh, gimmick to it or? Mm, no, no gimmick. Just... Well, gotta... let's, let's just make something up. Halloween. <laughs> let's call it the Treehouse of horrors matching for the Simpsons. I don't know. The Treehouse of horrors. Yeah. There'll be a treehouse built in the corner and it's filled with gimmicks. So you have to climb to the treehouse to retrieve the tag belt. So instead of a ladder match, you're climbing into a treehouse. That would actually be kind of cool. <laughs> and like Vampiro's hiding in there. I know wrestling fans would crap on it if they actually saw that in real life, but actually for a Halloween thing, I kind of dig that. <laughs> and they're like, they're hiding Abdullah the Butcher, Vampiro. Okay. Uh, Cruiserweight? Uh, I'm going to go Rey Mysterio, Ruthless Aggression. Okay. I love that Rey Mysterio in white. Versus Amazing Red from the TNA Jax line. Okay. Versus Suicide from the TNA Jax line. All right. Versus Ruthless Aggression, Hurricane. Four solid cruiserweights. I like that. I like that. Yes, sir. Yep. Two from TNA and two from WWE. Any gimmick on that one? I can't think. They throw candy at each other. The guillotine gauntlet. Uh, But a gauntlet match is where you have one guy and then somebody runs in and faces them. And whoever wins continues. Yeah. It could be a good. uh, they, They could call it the guillotine gauntlet. So like the WrestleMania 20 match then that they did for the cruiserweight title. Were Ultimo Dragon tripped? <laughs> People don't forget. Yes, that one. <laughs> okay, got it. Then, yes, you can do that. And uh, Suicide will start. Okay. All right. Uh, what's left? Heavyweight. So I wrote down Triple H versus Kevin Nash in the torn quad match. Too soon? Nah, it's not too no, soon. No, no, no. And I, it's okay to make that joke because they made a zombie Triple H with a torn quad. So it's okay to make that joke. 
And Kevin Nash actually jokes about his torn quads, so I'm sure it's yeah. fine. <laughs> a torn quad match. The only way you can win is if you tear the other person's quad. <laughs> you make them step over the top rope. <laughs> the match would be over in like five seconds, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like most Nash matches. As soon as he gets in, done. I swear to God, if I'm at the gym tomorrow and I tear my quad, dude. Oh, yeah, it'll be just divine. Karma. Karma. Yes. Immediate dude. karma. I love it. I'm going to be walking like gingerly tomorrow. No stair climber. I'm going to be using the bike. <laughs> <laughs> no leg day tomorrow. <laughs> Jeff rents a wheelchair. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, Let me see. Uh, heavyweight title match. I like the idea of Triple H in it. Okay. Okay. Uh, So why don't we do this? Chambers of Horror match. Yep. Let's do Ric Flair Jack's Deluxe Classic. Okay. Let's do Triple H's first deluxe aggression. Got it. We'll throw in. Let's throw in Shawn Michaels deluxe classic where he's in the red because they made multiple Shawn Michaels deluxe classics. Right. Okay. Who else can I throw in there? You got to throw in a Kurt Angle from the TNA line. Do you want to throw in the Kurt Angle TNA line or do you want to throw in uh, the deluxe aggression that you got signed? Okay, Kurt Angle Deluxe Aggression and then AJ Styles from the TNA Impact or the TNA uh, Jax line. And that's the Chambers of Horrors match. There it is. You can oh. even put a chair in the middle with the uh, the electrocution hat that yes. Abdullah wore. Knowing us kids nowadays as adults, we would be playing with electricity trying to get that to go. Totally. <laughs> Burn our figures up. Yeah, melt their heads. <laughs> melt their heads. <laughs> uh, I like it. That'd be a fun match, dude. Yeah. Thank you, JT. Uh, I know it's spooky season. Be safe out there during your uh, candy getting. Be safe. Make sure there's no razor blades in there. I saw a meme today and it said, parents, be sure to check your kids' Reese's peanut butter cups. I found poison inside of one of my kids' Reese's peanut butter cups this year. And it's a picture of inside of a Reese's peanut butter cup and it's the band poison. Oh, I thought like Brett Michaels was hidden in there or something like that. He was with, oh, okay. with three other guys. Yes. <laughs> I like McDonald's Day where it's Big Mac 103 and it's got Vince Neal. You know, <laughs> Big Mac 103. <laughs> that, that's, that's January 3rd, by the way. <laughs> A Big Mac Day? Big Mac 103. <laughs> January 3rd, Vince Neal Big Mac Day. Oh, man. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I do love me a good Big Mac. And a good Vince Neal joke. Yes, anytime. <laughs> all right we want everybody to head over to wrestlingtoytracker.com over there if you are in the hunt for any carded or loose prices of there we go ljn's galoobs hasbro's just toys bendums defining moments or retros head on over to there to make sure you're getting the carded and loose prices of those figures over at wrestlingtoytracker.com oh jeff we had uh last week Bear, Big Bear Chase. Yes. Tra Travis got it. Travis got it, and yep. so did so did GBM. Well done, guys. Well done. Yeah. That was a deep dive. I wasn't sure who was going to get that one. I'm proud of you guys. Honestly, proud Big, of you guys. Big Bear, Big Bear Chase. Big Bear Chase. Yep. <laughs> yep. They got it. Love it. I, I owe them some base cards. Lucky them. Yeah. <laughs> Here, take my take my garbage. <laughs> we'll send them RNT gift certificates, so they got to come to Tracy. I will not go as they're booking their flight. Why are they stuck together?
All right, let's head on over to our podcasting buddies. Let's check out the, uh, please check out the Rumble Wheel with Daniel Cross and Brian Breaker. Also, please check out the TV Toy Cast with myself and Brian Breaker as well. And Scott, you want to take a guess what we talked about this past week? Micronauts. What is Micronauts? An old toy line. Is it really? Yes. What are they? Uh, Like little metal figures. They were made in the 70s. They're like little articulated figures, like, well, I don't know, like three inches tall. Well, no, we didn't talk about those, but now we have to because you brought it up. Yeah, they had like vehicles and figures, like this whole universe kind of thing called Micronauts. Okay. I think I had maybe one or two of the figures. Did you ever play with them? Not really. I was at, at that age, I was all about Star Wars. Okay. But that was like right before G.I. Joe. So Micronauts to me got lost in the shuffle, but I knew kids that had them. And I was like, oh, these are awesome. But it was kind of like Crystar. Like, I knew kids that had them, but I never really got to play with them. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, micronauts. Um, but outside of that, I'm going to guess um, Pound Puppies. No, we did not talk about Pound Puppies. We talked about WMAC Karate Masters. Oh, uh, they used to promote Saturday morning wrestling, right? Uh, they was didn't that... promote. It was on after Saturday morning wrestling. Okay. Well, oh, they were called Karate Fighters. That's what well, karate, uh, WWE had. Yeah, that's what sponsored Survivor Series. Like, I think it was like 96 and 97 or something. It was Karate Fighters. Yeah. Okay. No, so this was different. Yeah. This was an actual TV show called WMAC Masters. And it had splices of wrestling and karate. And it was actually, they went out and got actual karate fighters to play oh, okay. these roles. And so they, Basically, the storyline of it was is you had to fight these other karate guys to get their keys and they you put these keys on a belt. Well, they actually made toys of these. Oh, OK. And they actually made the belt and you put the keys on the belt. So it's kind of like Lucha Underground, you know, where they got the medallions, they put the medallions on the belt and stuff like that. Or like karate flag football. Yeah, you hit it right on the head, Scott. <laughs> awesome. I knew I'd get it. But no. Um, so anyways, we talked about WMAC Masters. It was an actual TV show and it was on somewhere around wrestling because I think American Gladiators came on after or before wrestling. One of the two. Okay. And then WMAC Masters wasn't too far behind it. I want to say that was like at noon or one o'clock. And they go WMAC. Not even close, Scott. Oh, sorry. <laughs> anyways, I tried. Come on now. <laughs> Come on now anyways check out breaker and i talking about the wmac masters wmac okay no you're not doing it right you gotta go <laughs> wmac oh sorry yeah i messed it up <laughs> all right we want gifts of where that's from also i'll send you more base <laughs> i'll send you more base cards take my junk please <laughs> All right. Also, check out the Positively Pro Wrestling podcast. They're going to be talking about a Royal Rumble. I don't know which one. I don't know which one won. I think it was 95 that won, actually. I was going to guess 89. No, they had a thing up on the uh, in their Facebook group, and it was either 95 or 01. I can't remember which one. Anyways, they're going to be talking about a Royal Rumble. Check it out. Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast. Also check out a must listen every week for me as well as all these other ones, but also check out the Jordan and Joe show of stolen gimmicks. They talk about wrestling over there. Also, 
Soda and Ethan are talking about the NASCAR seasons and it's coming to an end. So you want to check out who's in the lead, if your favorite driver's doing well or not. Check out in the Marbles pod. Actually, they would already know if their driver was doing well or not if they. But anyways, listen to this show as well. Ricky Bobby still in the standings. Ricky Booby still in the standings. Favorite last. <laughs> also, another fun show that I love listening to, the legendary wrestling figures <laughs> with Brian, as well as he has a different guest on each week. Work the arm podcast with Jeff and Jamie. Pod subject to change with Nick Dunham and his two kids discussing wrestling from all eras, 80s to current day. That is pod subject to change. Also, another fun show, Trivia with Buds. That's a fun show to listen to where you listen to some 10 questions. It's about 10 minutes each day. Download it 10 minutes and you're done. Chick Foley show as well. RJ over at Ringside Rant. Check out Boots of the Face with Rucker and EJ. Pulling up the chair with Tim. Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling. And Scott, Drunk Wrestling History is officially back where people are calling you chicken shit heels. Yeah. Yeah, we are back. Give us a follow on the X, FKA Twitter. The Twitter X. Yes. At wrestling underscore drunk. Where this past week, I was called names. We talked about our favorite ribs, not food, but pranks played on people. Fun show. And we've got the roast coming up. That's soon. And we'll have a couple of recordings that we're doing mid-November that'll lead to more shows. So uh, yeah, Drunk Wrestling History still going. Download us wherever you find your other podcasts at. Hear my whiny ass voice and shit heel character <laughs> on Drunk Wrestling History. We're not always accurate. But we're always drunk. Also, we're getting ready for WrestleMania season as well. And we are going to be doing a big Fig Life meetup in Philadelphia. There's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. It's going to be games. It's going to be everything else under the sun. But we're going to, this one's going to be a lot of fun. You guys don't want to miss that. But we'll have more in the coming months of what is involved in that fun. You're going to have fun whether you want to or not. <laughs> we're going to hold them against their will. No, it's like that kid at SummerSlam 92. <laughs> Davey Boy's going to win whether he wants to or not. <laughs> no, you're not going to that GCW show. You're staying right here. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have way more fun, I promise. At the GCW show? Probably. <laughs> no, will you stop? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Come on now. <laughs> uh, Scott, roll call. Yep, going to throw it out first to the amazing Jason Wolf. If you need artwork, if you need custom Hasbro's, Jason's your guy. He's very busy. Hit him up. Check out his social media accounts, The Art of Jason Wolf. Get your commissions in. Pay this man. He does amazing work. You will not be disappointed. Again, Jason Wolf. That's W U L F. Social media at The Art of Jason Wolf. And Jeff Steve Hoker, the great Steve Hoker, on T Public at Starman NJ. Go check out his shop. If you want to rock some crow merch, he's your guy. If you want some stew, stretch and stew merch, Steve's your guy. Again, T Public, Starman NJ. That's the store to check out. And Jeff, that rounds out roll call. All right, Scott. And that also rounds out the show. Hopefully, we don't get a C and D from Kiss. I'm sure we will. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> I know. I'll frame that. I hope it's autographed by Gene and Paul and all them. Hey, this is Gene Simmons from Kiss. Here's your C and D. Hi, Scott. This is Gene Simmons again. <laughs> uh, you can kiss my ass. <laughs> you, you'd be expecting a C and D. <laughs> if the show ever... that stands for chokes on dicks okay <laughs> dude if this show ever makes it back to kiss and we do get a cnd how great would that be dude that i would be end... one of the best days of my life 
I would end the show right there. I was like, we just jumped the shark right there. Yeah, we can't top that. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the toys that made us was great, but dude, a C and D from Kiss <laughs> because Jeff did an impersonation of Gene Simmons. I mean, Gene Simmons <laughs> called in. Yeah, <laughs> um, no, you can't top that, dude. You can't top that. Can we get a C and D for impersonations? I don't know. I don't know if it's if it's meant as a joke. I don't think so. Oh, anyways, <laughs> but the impersonation was so strong. Maybe. <laughs> They're like he I, wasn't poking fun. He was being Gene. I don't think it was even remotely close to being Gene. Ah, uh, I don't know, dude. We'll let them decide. <sighs> All right. Well, I look forward to it. Scott, for episode 405, anything else? Stay safe. Stay healthy. Big life since 2016. And happy toy hunting. I want to thank everybody for listening to episode 405. Hashtag Fig Life. Adios. <laughs>